We're in. We're in. We're back, baby. Once again. <laughs> on no one's schedule but my own. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. We're on we're on the strict, strict schedule of my nasal passages. Yes, we are. So this episode is a little bit late. Um, and that's not my fault. It's Sarah's nose's fault. Yeah, how about you blame the common cold? And how dare it? Honestly, get your flu shots, get your boosters. I haven't yeah. gotten either yet, and I really need to. <laughs> I got my COVID booster yesterday, and my oh, arm is, I feel like a little chicken wing. It doesn't go up too high. Oh, she's just little. It's just a little chicken wing. That's all it is. She's just little. <laughs> well, anyway, guys, welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome to... To all the rom-coms we've loved before. Um, I'm Christina Archer. I'm Sarah Kelly. And this week we talked. Uh, why Love did it I, for sight. Why did I give it to you after you just said I keep forgetting the title of the movie? Why did yeah, I do that? I did literally just tell you that I keep forgetting the name of this I'm movie. I'm so sorry. I set you up to fail on that one. And that's on me. As, that's as, okay. your, as your podcast partner, I, I was, apologize. I, I feel like I was giving Kiki Palmer like, uh, 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 uh. You know what I? You know what I? Love it for a sight. You know it's your girl. If Kiki Palmer was the narrator of this movie, it would have been so good. Oh, I would have loved that. I actually wrote in my notes, I wish it was Mr. Bean <laughs> and not Jamila Jamil. Not that. No offense. I love Jamila Jamil. Like I honestly, I do like her. But yeah. As a narrator, I'm ju- I just wanted Mr. Bean. I wanted I like that love actually vibe of like mm-hmm. this random weird man. Yeah. Who's like like sticking his little nose in things, you know? I would have loved if Rowan Atkinson got into some sort of situational comedy on the plane mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. <laughs> somehow he had to I don't know, move some suitcases and they fall yes. on him or I would have loved that. A little comedy of errors to start yeah. us off. So if you don't know what Love at First Sight is, don't worry. Neither do I. Uh, It is a new rom-com that came out on Netflix not too long ago uh, starring what's not Zoe Deutsch. It's a Zoe Deutsch's lookalike to me, Hadley Lou Mm -hmm. Richardson. Nope, not Hadley. Haley. Haley. Her character's name is Hadley, which is why this is confusing. And a boy from EastEnders. Yeah, we. it doesn't matter. The point is... Remember in previous episodes recently where I was like, if we watch another fucking movie where the main actor who is a man is ugly, I will fucking die. <laughs> well, we watched another movie where the lead Did man is ugly. Did you think he was ugly? ugly? I just, you know what? He's I not he hot. was like, I thought he was hot. Okay. But I love an adult blonde male. And that you is do. one of my faults. You know what? <laughs> I feel like I just got the ick from him so quickly that it was, and it was an irreversible ick. Mm. I got the ick from her. I got the ick from both of them. I think I got the ick from this movie. Okay. The only thing I will say about him is that yeah. he like simultaneously looks really old and really young. Yes, that's that is exactly it's his and skin. It's not good. It's his skin. And it's so confusing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, movies are too well made. Yeah. I don't need to see their pores. I it was I don't too want much, to. Too much. Too much. I don't need to see that much of your skin. And I don't want to be just so close up. I can see every wrinkle. Why do you have that many wrinkles at 22? What are you doing? What drugs are you on at Yale? Like the expensive ones. Clearly. Clearly. I don't know. I mean, like, get out of the sun. He's not even, he's so pale. And yet he has so much sun damage. I know. Riddle me that. Riddle me that. I didn't like it. I didn't understand it. Yeah. Mm. Overall, this movie is, to me, um, like, incredibly, I can't believe it got greenlit in 2023 when it felt like a 2010 movie. Same. Yeah. Same. It was, like, I feel like they were really trying to do something akin to to all the rom-coms yes or to all the rom-coms excuse me (laughs) to all the boys (laughs) one and the same our branding is the same (laughs) wow um love that for us yeah but yeah i feel like they were really trying to do something akin to to all the boys like book to movie style yes and like book to netflix and 
they really tried with the vibes. Yes. Like, they really tried with the color scheme, the set design, like, the the vibe of the sets. Yeah. Was really trying, but the performances were not giving. Yeah. And neither was the storyline. Like, use the internet. Thank you so much. And also, you're telling me that a girl in business class is not going to charge her phone? You're telling mm-hmm. me Dumbass. a 23-year-old girl in business fucking class stupid. on an overnight flight. Be real. Be fucking for real. That's all I got to say. Be fucking for real. Be fucking for real. stupid. Uh, like, all I'm saying, the Jamila Jamil popping up like a little magical Christmas elf felt more realistic than a 23-year-old girl yeah. not charging her phone in today's America. Absolutely. That's I'm all like, I got to say. You, this bitch lives on her phone. That's why it's always dead. Mm. Like, she's not going to not charge it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, what are you talking about? Like, she might charge it like 10 more percent at a time. Yeah. But that's like, fine. Whatever. You're sitting there for seven hours. Yeah. Charge your goddamn phone. Then it's like she's never on it and then it's just dead. Pain. Pain. That's all I got to say. Pain. What the fuck? Okay. So let's get into the informal synopsis. Sarah, my lovely angel. And since I know that you wrote one because you love me and you care for me deeply, uh, please enlighten me. I just want you to know that the way I wrote this informal synopsis was a verbatim, like, saying out loud what I was going to say about it and then, like, <laughs> writing it down. So I for, like, that. 10, 15 minutes this morning, I was just talking to myself at the loudest volume and typing like I was a 1960s assistant. Like, just the loudest typing you've ever heard in your life. I love that. You should have used my clacky clacky keyboard. <gasps> I love um, your clacky clacky keyboard. It's so cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's literally so cute. I'm a keyboard girl. Uh, no, but you just talking loudly to yourself is this podcast. You know what? True. Accurate. At the loudest volume. <laughs> At the loudest volume possible. You know me. I just love it's it. It's so good. She's just, she's a little lady with a big voice. That's all I am. (laughs) Just loud. Just loud. And I just support you. Thank you so much. Here we go. Let's get into the informal Sanopi Poppy here. Hadley is a 20-something manic pixie dream girl with perfectly (laughs) curled hair for a cross-Atlantic flight because this woman is goddamn crazy. But Uh alas, this movie is not about her. It's about fate. (laughs) Okay, listen. She misses the Mm -hmm. flight to her dad's wedding in England. We'll get into that in a second. And Mm. books a later, a latter flight. And then she meets this guy, Oliver, who we've established very quickly that Christina thinks is hot because he's an adult (laughs) blonde male. And I I feel as though he looks like the living embodiment of Benjamin Button. He is old you know and young. I have bad taste. All I was. <laughs> Let it be known. I have bad taste. And I love that. That's why we have this podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, All my takes are bad. <laughs> she meets this guy. His name is Oliver because all British men share three names. Oliver, Will, and Tom. And... <laughs> Anyway, they hit it off on the like why they're waiting for their flight. She explains she's going to her dad's wedding because he basically suddenly divorced her mom, moved to England, and now he's remarrying or he's getting remarried to a woman she hasn't even met yet. So it's like chaos situation. It seems like family drama. Uh, Very much so. And Oliver generally alludes that he is also going to England for an event, which I will reveal very soon. Okay, Okay. we'll get to it. Anyway, because Jamila Jamil needed a payday or something, she is a (laughs) magical Christmas elf that keeps showing up and makes this story happen for them. And they never recognize her. But throughout the movie, she is narrating. She is omniscient. And she has godlike powers. So I love it. There's something <laughs> going on. Jamila Jamil is an angel, maybe? Or some mm-hmm. sort of entity? She's an, she's an angel of fate. Yes. A magical elf of fate, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A magical elf. And because of Jamila Jamil, they end up on the same flight sitting next to each other. Oh, my God. What? What are the odds? Because fate. Okay. Because Oliver's really into numbers. (laughs) Yeah. And also, Oliver is, like, really into statistics. 
statistics. They should have just called this odds are. Odds <gasps> That is so much better. That I'm is genius. good. That is really good. <laughs> and when I just said statistics like that, I immediately thought of, you know that like Timothy Chalamet high school video where he like raps and <gasps> he's like, statistics, statistics. Oh my God. That is one of the most embarrassing things I've ever seen. Yeah, and yet like, he's I have so, so much secondhand embarrassment. I can't even like I didn't like that little man to begin with. Yes, but like now knowing that that exists on the internet, I'm just right. like I can't. I don't even want to see your face in the news. Like I can't. You, you think and about it this Kylie way. miss Miss Crazy Face. He's okay. He's not the father. He's the father that stepped up. Okay. <laughs> I just can't. Um. But also, like, I think about it this way. It's like, look at how embarrassing and cringe you could be on the internet and still get rich. Think about that. Crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. America, baby. <laughs> that is America. That's the American dream. That's the Amer- that is our American dream, literally. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> well, Oliver and Hadley freaking sit next to the- each other on this flight, and it is... Fireworks. That was my impression of fireworks. Like that was sounded like a lackluster fart. Okay. Yeah, that sounded like all gas, no, no yeah. juice. When your butthole just doesn't have anything left to, to hold it in, to give it a little no, it's just a Okay, well, anyways, there's so many fireworks and yet they do not join the Mile High Club, which missed the opportunity. They are Crazy. waiting for the bathroom in the same line and you it's so the way they set it up aesthetically too you think Mm. these people are about to fuck in the bathroom and they're about to make it a fucking moment you know Mm -hmm. you think it's about to be hot they do not fuck in the bathroom just i had high hopes for that movie at that point in time yeah then they were quickly dashed me too that's exactly how i felt um so anyway, they get to England, and because this girl can't charge her phone, even though she literally is in business class, she doesn't save his number, and they pass like two ships in the night, and they're in England, and they've separated. But here's the thing. Now she's got to book it to her dad's wedding, and she runs, yeah. runs, runs, gets to the wedding. Her hair looks perfect after this overnight flight still. They don't even Bitch. recurl it or anything. And the bridesmaids, for some fucking reason, she meets the bridesmaids before she even meets the woman her dad is marrying first crazy i mean there is nothing about this movie that makes me feel satisfied mm-hmm. for so many reasons yeah. yes. and, and then anyway she they do this wedding and honestly it's beautiful it's they have spent thousands of dollars on the floral arrangement in this oh my church. god i noticed it's, that too gorgeous it's really i was like they, that's unhinged that's a made, lot of blooms they made this catholic church so goddamn beautiful and i was like oh my god for a church wedding too yeah impressive crazy. it was impressive and also the bride's gown dad dad your new stepmom oh, if you will yeah gorge gorge she was lovely she was beautiful and the dress was mm, beautiful mm-hmm. yeah uh, she was the star of this movie in my opinion she was giving she was giving mm, absolutely anyways even though the wedding ceremony was so beautiful for some fucking reason they decide to have like a five hour cocktail hour which if that happened to me in real life i would simply leave the wedding i would just mm-hmm. five hours of cocktail hour be fucking the for real. only time I've seen something like that happen. Like, I've been to a couple of British weddings, mm-hmm. and it's like, like, they do start really early. Like, they start at, like, 2 or something, and then you have, or, like, 12 or 1 or 2 or whatever. Then uh-huh. they, like, you have your dinner at, like, 4. Okay. And then you, like, party. And then, so, but, like, you have, like, an hour or two for cocktail hour, which is normal. Yes. And you have your dinner. And yes. then, like, you party and then you get like another meal almost Ooh. like like a little snack and dessert basically Ooh. or like you'll do dessert and then you'll do another snack later yeah that's good <laughs> it's really fun like they, it's really fun but like the only time that's i've ever heard of that happening where there's like a big gap is when it's like religious and they'll do like the daytime catholic church and then it's like mm. five hours later we're having a reception and i'm like who the fuck does that these days yeah i'm like 
these two don't seem religious, like the dad and the new wife. Right. So, like, what is with this? Uh, Okay. Feels like they just needed it as a plot device. Uh, Yeah, thanks for explaining that because I was like, if I had to go to a wedding that Mm -hmm. it was a five-hour – one or two hours, fine. Get your pictures done. Give me a little, little, like, shrimp or whatever, you know, like a little appetizer. (laughs) A little shrimp. A little cocktail, you know, something like Mm -hmm. that hour two i'm set listen i'm chilling i'm relaxing but five it was like four or five hours anyways okay thank you for explaining that that's great context (laughs) okay so during this fight or right before right after the ceremony when the cocktail hour five hours begins hadley overhears these two other people talking about how there's this friend that they knew the friend was a theater actor and basically she does the math the math is mathing and she realizes that the people that are being talked about right now are oliver's family and that oliver Mm -hmm. was this whole time alluding she thought he was going to a fun little wedding in england surprise Mm -hmm. bitch she he was going to a motherfucking funeral this whole Mm -hmm. time and And she's so self-absorbed she didn't even get the info and it is tragic you know Mm. and Mm -hmm. then you understand the reasons why oliver okay so rewind Here's what happened on Oliver's side. So Oliver, he gets off the plane. He gets separated from her. And then he he basically goes to his mother's living wake. She was sick before. And now she has gotten sick again. And instead of having like a normal funeral after you die, she has decided that she is going to have her wake why she is still alive. And because they are Shakespearean theater kids, uh, the family has this like performance wake where they have all their Very theater fun. friends. It's honestly incredible. It's a great idea. And the costumes, the costumes oh alone are so I want a dress good. up party for my living memorial. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, if you know all of my friends would dress up out. and perform for me. It's so Honestly, it, she felt like a Libra in that moment. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I loved it. 100% of it. It was so good. Um, but anyway, obviously, because Oliver is like, why is my mom not going through chemo? Because he's like a stats person. <laughs> he's like bummed the whole time. He's dressed up as Macbeth. Like, it's so the lamest costume. I'm just saying, out of all the Shakespeare catalog, like, that's what you're gonna go with. There's so You're gonna go men- with Macbeth? 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 Like, at, at oh my god, live a little. Yeah, choose a fucking comedy. Choose something happy. Yeah, Jesus like, what? Christ. You're gonna go for a tragedy? Really? Really, That's bitch? some bullshit. You know how pissed off I'd be at my son if he yeah. did that at my living memorial? Yeah, I'd be, I'd be really like, you're a dork. Beth? You're a dork, honestly. Ugh. Not even one like, of the witches have... in Macbeth. Honestly, that would have been way better. Or do you like a little lady Macbeth Or like thing, the one that know? gets covered in blood in Macbeth, yes. whoever that is. Uh, Lady Macbeth, right? Because I don't she, know. It's I one of know. the guys. Okay, I don't know. I don't care, actually. So I don't know it either. Doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> it's The thing is, he's not the fucking vibe. He has a mm. little breakdown. And then all of a sudden, you see Hadley. She gets there to the funeral. She realizes the situation. She's like, oh, my God. I thought this was a funeral, and I wanted to be there for him. But it seems like you guys all have it figured out because no one's actually dead yet. So feels like mm-hmm. this is fine. But anyway, they have this weird exchange where Oliver is like, I really am into you. This is also a funeral. He kisses her. She's like, that's not the vibe right now. Mm. And it's not the vibe. It's definitely like you understand her perspective immediately in this Mm -hmm. situation. Um, Anyway, it ends weird between them. And then Hadley's like, okay, I'm going to go because I feel like I shouldn't be here. The vibe is not for me. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be helpful. But she's also just like so bad at understanding his situation. I know. But also it's like, that is so fucking bold to leave your own dad's wedding to go to someone else's funeral because of this guy you met on the plane. Yeah. It was weird. It was weird. Listen. We'll get into it. 
manic pixie dream girl. We'll get into it. Ugh. We'll get into it. Um, and anyway, so Oliver, I was going to call him Will because I keep wanting to call him Will. I don't know why. That's fair. He looks like a Will. He seems like a Will, right? Yeah. Anyway, Oliver twists here. He gives his little spiel at his mom's funeral. And then he kind of realizes, oh, my God, like, oh, wait, hold on. So Hadley leaves and then she gets lost immediately. And her dad has to come pick her up. She borrows someone's phone. And like, so why Oliver is realizing that he was being kind of a little bitch um, and he changed, he pulls a 180. His mom also is like, like, live your fucking life, bro. Like, this yeah. is all absolute like, hottie. Get the girl. Yeah, and I love that. Support romance. You know what I mean? The, mm-hmm. the family was invested. They were like, yeah. sure, I'm dying, but, like, you have fun. Go off. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. And so they, he changes his mind. He goes after Hadley. Hadley's lost, right? But now her dad has come to pick her up. And her and her dad have this really great moment where her, she was like, why did you divorce my mom, you fucking bitch? And he was like, sometimes it doesn't work out. Um <laughs> crazy notion and then i was like well if it didn't work out before what makes you think it's gonna work out this time and then he's like but it's gonna work out this time and she's like classic men do you want to have a euro or something i don't know that's they're in this market like do you ever think that maybe you're the problem dad (laughs) it's like the most classic like man answer that you've ever heard Mm -hmm. in your life and she just is like well i guess i love you so (laughs) <laughs> whatever i, so I guess stupid. our relationship is all i have and and they go off back to the wedding she's like and then also she has this nice moment with the dad's new wife where the dad's new wife is like i just want you to like me and i'm like finally someone that. someone is Relatable. fucking real here <laughs> like, <laughs> finally we love her <laughs> we love it and so they go back to the wedding oliver Chase, chase, chase. They get into his brother's chase, chase, chase. van. They're driving. Yes. They go to this. The wedding reception is at, I don't know, a fucking mansion sort of situation. A castle even? I don't sure. know. It's ridiculous. She's at the castle. He finds her. And one thing leads to an ex. They're making out. And mm. she's like, so why are, what are you even studying? Because she finally asks him a question, this whole fucking yeah. movie. And yeah. he goes, I'm studying the statistical probability of love at first sight. Corn, corn, corn. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> okay, I just got the ick actually, but all right. <laughs> Uh, Dad, <laughs> come pick me up. <laughs> oh, I will say, I really feel like this movie should have been about the his parents. Yes, way more interesting. It should have been about them, and this mm-hmm. could be a little B plot, you know, like about I like agree. the power of love or whatever. Yes, oh, so true. <laughs> like I just and like the like lessons she teaches him before he she dies. I'm like, this just, like, why are we watching this? This is so fucking stupid. Yeah, I know. Listen, I know. I know. know. (laughs) Um, Felt like the effort they put into this plot was little to none. uh, Little to none. And, like, the narration is so, like I said, 2010. The whole time Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, my God. Like, like literally the first five minutes of the movie, Jamila Jamila is like, Hadley hates Three things. One of them, Ugh. mayonnaise. The second oh my one, God. going to Hating mayo is not like a fun, cute thing that makes you a loser. It's like, also, it's like you don't like a condiment. Like, understandable. First of all, I fucking love mayonnaise. Okay, live your I'm truth. a mayo stan. I'm a mayo stan. And when people are like, I don't like mayo, I'm like, grow up. It's a fat. It's I'm like, a condiment. It's just a creamy little condiment. Like, yeah. you're really going to not eat this sandwich because there's mayo on it? I mean, like, li- live your truth. Up. Live, you know, live your truth. But it is her. She does make it part of her personality that she doesn't Ugh. like mayo. She is so barf. Yeah, like she's also like. I wish she was sillier. Like it feels like her character should be silly. 
Yes, and she but is like, hardened she's got by no the divorce of her parents. Sense of humor. She got no fucking sense of humor. Like she's just so serious, but like she's such a mess. And I'm like, if you're gonna be a mess, at least be funny. Yeah, I agree. And it is crazy to me that her hair gets fucked up on the walk back from the funeral to the wedding, but it didn't get fucked up on the plane. Like, be real. Be real with me. Be real. Yeah. It's like, at least make it greasy. That's what I'm saying. Like, they or show did not them putting think dry shampoo in it. situation at all. They didn't think that we would know that her hair mm-hmm. texture is not naturally curly. I can mm-hmm. tell. Right? Yeah. That's yeah. all I gotta say. No, I'm, I was not happy with this. <laughs> Meanwhile, the mom plot got me in my feelings, man. Oh, the mom plot was so good, though. It like, really okay, got and me. If you guys didn't notice this, his mom is uh, one of Bridget Jones's best friends in Bridget Jones's diary. <gasps> She's the blonde-haired one that smokes yes. cigarettes and says, fuck a lot. Oh, my God. God, you're right. Yeah. I was I like, forgot. how do I know that face? And then I but She's wearing a it. wig the whole time. So you yes. couldn't have like, okay. But she has such a distinctive face. And I was like, yes, I know her. I was 100%. like, 100%. Like, I really know her. And then I figured it out and I was like, fuck, yes. That's good. I wanted That's this whole good. movie to be about you. Yes, I agree. The parents like love story is so good. These theater kids, they met on this show. Mm-hmm. It's like that. Um, give me mm-hmm. that. Give me that so history. Cute. So Absolutely. cute. These two people, they love to dress up. Like, I love that. And their love is so strong. He's doing this Ugh. living wake for her. The mm. living wake got me, dude. I I was mm. like in my fucking, I was crying. I was like. Oh my God. <laughs> I was also hormonal. But like also mm. like I was, that, this movie, like I said, not that great, but I did cry twice, yeah. you know. The second half was way better than the first half because yes. the second half was more about the, his parents. And I yes. also love the scene where him and his family, Oliver and his family, all get into the van and drive yes. to the wedding. Yes. Because they're, they're arguing just like a family and they're all in their costumes. And it's just, it's so like well done. They're, they really like act like a family in that. And it's also just like funny that they're in the van and like his little brother is like DJ Jonesy. Oh my God. At the living wake, his brother does a DJ set and it's the funniest part that. of the movie. It's so funny. You know, when good. I say DJ, you say Jonesy. <laughs> DJ! <laughs> he tries doing a set in the... Oh, Jonesy. You didn't say Jonesy. Thank I you. I didn't realize that was a real call and response. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, of course it was. <laughs> God, Sarah. I'm be silly, so sorry. I need to be silly. If I'm going to be a mess, I should at least be silly. At least be silly. For fuck's <laughs> sake, Sarah. Live up to my standards. Oh. I just like... The whole thing about this movie is just, like, use the internet. Yes. Like, what are you doing? This is not, like, 1995. <laughs> Sorry, I said but, that with such vitriol. And like, she doesn't know his last name. It's like, you guys were sitting on the like, plane for each other for so You long. had seven hours. Yeah. And this honestly feels like your fault. Feels like you, sh- you didn't earn this love. It's so... And then they... Cha- she, the chase... From the wedding to the funeral, I'm like, this girl Mm -hmm. is about, after getting off this flight, immediately Mm -hmm. going to a wedding, leaves the wedding to go to a funeral for a guy that you just saw on this flight. It's unhinged. It's unhinged. you can't do that. If I had a friend who did that in real life, I would be like, I don't know if we could be friends anymore. For real. She literally should have just gone up to the person at the wedding who was like, oh, yeah, the wake, whatever, or the living memorial, gone up to them and said, can I get their phone number? I met their son on the plane and I lost his number. Yeah, literally. Like, he would have the parent's number. What's their last name? Use the fucking internet. I swear to God, he has an Instagram. It's 2023. This book must have been written in like 2002. And then they were like, hey, let's make it a movie now. (laughs) No, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't make any sense. Even the narrator is like, why didn't you get his Instagram? Yes. LinkedIn. Every woman I know is a freaking FBI agent. I know that's what I'm saying. Okay, we can Oliver find anything at Yale out. from England who majors in stats. Like, there's not that many. Go to the freaking Yale page. I got in. Let me give you a story. Let me give you a little tangent story here. Mm-hmm. Literally yesterday, 
Michael goes, we got invited to a wedding. I said, do you have the invitation? He goes, yeah, it's over there. I said, within five seconds, never mind. I found their wedding website. Within five <laughs> seconds. Within five seconds. Within five seconds. Amazing. That's all I got to say. It was, it's so fast to use the internet nowadays. No, my mom was like so salty the other day about like she didn't have the information like from the invitation to the wedding. And I was like, well, did you look on the wedding website? And she goes, what wedding website? And I was like, <laughs> literally like Google their names. Yeah. I was like, it's the first thing that comes up. And I, it's I was so like, quick. Just, it's all on there. I was like, or why didn't you ask one of us? Yeah. It it could all be so easy. <laughs> and then I just like sent her the link and I was like, there you go. There's there's the information. It's been there for months. <laughs> this feels like your fault at this point in time. I didn't even spell the bride's name right and I found it. Oh my God. Wait, that's seconds. impressive. It literally. Well, it was like it, I thought it was an O and it's an A-U and it's whatever. But still. Mm-hmm. Listen, that's all I got to say. Hadley seems you could go to the best school in the East Coast. You dumb. You dumb, girl. Mm -hmm. That's all I got to say. She's so dumb and she's so serious. And then they're like a weird mouth. They're like long distance. Can we even do it? He goes to Yale. She goes to NYU. Take a train, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Like what? It's not that hard. It's also like... It's New England. Everything is next to each other. Grow up is what I have to say to her. Grow up. (laughs) These 23-year-olds need to grow up. Also, the part, another part about this that is not believable is that they're like 22. Thank you. I was like, "Mm, no. (laughs) I was like, no. You know how like uh, what the odds are that you will meet a 22-year-old who's a good person? Thank you. Yes. Zero. 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 Like you won't, especially if it's a man. These felt like late 20s, early 30s characters. Yes. And then on top of that, if they were actually 23, here's exactly why I know they were not 23 year old characters. They didn't fucking outplay. They didn't (laughs) fuck on the plane. Yes, also that. Two 23 year olds who were that into each other with that So horny. Did not have sex on the overnight plane? Mm-hmm. Bitch, be real. Be real. Be fucking for real. That's all nah. I gotta say. That's all I that, was, that was not good. Did you have a favorite Did scene? You? I was literally just gonna <gasps> ask you that. Um, I think my favorite scene was the near kiss. The near kiss at the in the On the plane. On the plane when you think they're gonna have mm-hmm. sex in the bathroom? Yeah, because they it was the vibes were so good. Like they were it's trying hot. so hard with the vibes, but then the fact that they didn't kiss, I was like, ugh. And her green fucking nail polish, I was like, grow up. <laughs> <laughs> I really hated her character. Like she made me so mad. I was like, you're so dumb. The green nail polish was like, I could I like, not. Girl, you couldn't even paint your nails for your dad's fucking wedding. Like, that's so rude. And also the way that she, like, looks down on the father-daughter dance, like, to the point where her dad is afraid to ask her. Yeah. To do a father-daughter dance. I'm like, you're being a bitch. Like, okay. you I, are acting like a bitch. I thought she, okay, I thought that they didn't want to ask because I thought that they thought that she wasn't approving of the marriage, which... That's a safe assumption, you know? <laughs> no, no, for me, it was like, it seemed like because she thought it was lame. Yes. Okay. I 100% agree with that. Also, the father-daughter dance said song that. being video killed the lame. radio star. I mean, like, I love that song, but I was like, why this choice? But then, like, even then, I'm like, be silly. Like, she's like barely dancing. Yeah, and like, she doesn't look like does she's having robot. fun. And I'm like, you're getting to hang out with your a live family. Yes. Like, you are at a fucking wedding. Have fun. Yeah, like, live a little. You're 23. Have a little drink. Ugh. A little drinky oh drink and go off. It's like, you know? why are you being so fucking boring? Uh, well, again, she thought this wife was going to be a fucking nightmare. And it turns out the... Which, okay. So, 
I guess if I was in this situation where I thought this person was going to be a fucking nightmare and then it turns out that they're actually delightful, I would be almost just as pissed if they were a nightmare, you know? But she has no reason to think that this person would be a yes. nightmare. It, well, it's like she never met her. The dad's remarrying. It's like I kind of, I yeah. that part I understand. But I can, she just came from I a funeral. She should have a little it. perspective on the situation. Yes, exactly. Which is it's your like, point. Yes. Yeah. Compared to like everything else that's going on, I'm just like yeah. lighten up. Yes, a hundred percent. Why are you so serious and boring sure. and lame? And like, just have a fucking drink and go dance with your dad. Yep. Like, and yeah. And then she's okay when she says to like, this was my least favorite scene. Sorry, yes. this is all about me. Um, <laughs> my least favorite. I'm so fired up about this. My least favorite scene was when she goes to his um, the memorial. And they, like, sit and they basically have that little fight. Yeah. And she says, like, oh, she was like, oh, you're just, like, pretending like none of this bothers you. And I was like, he just met you. And also, he's Mm -hmm. British. (laughs) Good point. (laughs) You're being so American and embarrassing. Yeah. And he just had this meltdown with his mom where he did not pretend that is not bothering him. I'm like, I don't think he's been pretending and this stuff isn't bothering him. He just, like, doesn't want to talk about it with someone he just met who he has a crush on. Yep, exactly. Like, how do you even say that on the flight? I understood that completely. Like, what would you even say to someone on the flight if you're in that situation? I just, like, cannot relate to her in any way. Yeah. Yeah. I hear that. I hear that. Like, for me... She's just not relatable to me at all. Yeah. Like her fucking ugly ass little outfits and like <laughs> stupid fucking hair. <laughs> the hair's where I get. The hair really pisses me off. <laughs> I get so confused. And the thing is about this movie is that aesthetically and visually mm-hmm. and the soundtrack, yes. it's so yes. good. It's so, so good. well made. Like it, it should be so much better. It's like, and they have this like beautiful, is it like Whitney mm-hmm. Houston acoustic cover? And yes. you're just like, and you're like, oh, this is good. You I know? loved that. It was so I was like, good. I want to dance with somebody. I was like, yeah. I want to feel the heat with somebody. I want to <laughs> do that too. Oh my God. I was like, that's romance. It's a good fucking soundtrack. It's like visually, like I said, they made the like, mile high hookup scene yeah. so horny that I was like, if oh these God. people don't fuck on the plane, the way I'm they were lose like it. Intertwining their little fingers. I was like, mm. but then I saw her green nail polish and I was like, grow up you also see it like at like she literally has the the, same nail polish like at the ceremony and i'm like really bridesmaids really i'm like but you didn't do anything with her hair you knew this was coming (laughs) you You could have just removed the nail polish at any point in time or like before you left or just painted them a different color like what are you doing why why are you doing this and also like why did she have to like go through the whole song and dance that she was sitting the whole time at the ceremony so it's like yeah. why did she even have to be dressed up like a bridesmaid because she wasn't I really i don't well get it. I, I will say that like in britain often the bridesmaids sit oh, whereas really? in america they stand mm-hmm. okay that's where I was getting. Thank you. You're I getting think. so much cultural context today, and I love it. <laughs> I think that's true. If I'm not, let us know. Um, but I think that's right because, like, my mom always says that. She's like, why are the bridesmaids so standing? And I'm yeah. like, in America, we stand. Yeah. But, like, a- in Britain, you sit. Yeah. When I was a bridesmaid in the wedding I just went to, I was standing, and you see it on my face. You see it. You stand for so long. My face was in pain. And my feet mm-hmm. were in pain, and I was getting attacked by a mosquito the whole time. Mm, don't like that. Yeah, it was not a vibe. So honestly, no. in that situation, would have loved to sat. Would have loved to be fucking <laughs> sat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like we, for my sister's wedding, which was in Britain, but obviously we, like American people, yeah. we all stood. I mean, I officiated it, so obviously I stood. Well, <laughs> you know, you have to be in the middle. <laughs> oh, speaking of. Yeah. Um, so there's this scene. I think it's at the end where they're saying, like, oh, it is at the end. So the narrator, Jamila Jamil, not Mr. Bean, is <laughs> saying, um, like, Hadley held Oliver's hand when his mom took her last breath, and 
he held her hand when or he held Hadley's hand when she took hers. Yeah. And it oh my god made me so sad. And I was just like, oh, my God. I was like, that is so emotional. Like, this should have been so good. Yeah. But they just missed the mark. Like, the plot just sucks. Yeah, I know. And, like, the thing – like, it reminded me of my sister's wedding because my mom, who's Scottish, as we know, Mm -hmm. she did this thing called a hand fasting Mm -hmm. where you basically, like, tie their – the two people getting married, you tie their hands together with um, a little braid made of, like, different tartans, like, from your two families. Okay. Um, And obviously, like, her husband is American and doesn't have, like, a tartan. So we, like, you know, found one that works for him, whatever. And um, you, like, wrap them together. And my mom had this beautiful little speech that was like, these are the hands that'll hold you, your babies when you have them. And these are the hands that'll, that'll wipe your tears. Oh, and bitch, these I'm are crying. the hands. <laughs> I have chills just thinking about it. Bitch, and then I she goes, crying. And she was like, and these are the hands. <laughs> <laughs> when they're even when they're old and arthritic like hers <laughs> she goes even when they're old and arthritic will hold yours forever or oh something and i was just like God. i want to cry so bad i would it was so emotional uh, and like i would have remi- freaking like, lost it <laughs> the end of this movie reminded me so much of that and it yeah. just absolutely made me so sad yeah for everything about life you know how like sometimes just living makes you sad yes because you're like one day we're gonna die yeah it's like how i feel about my cat like i i like sometimes i hold my cat and i'm like one day you're gonna die (laughs) i'm like i'm already sad about your death ruby it's a kitten ruby's like like two years i'm like in 10 years i'm gonna be so sad bitch Hopefully 15 years. Yeah, exactly. Ruby's an agile, healthy kitten. She is. But, oh, God, that, like, the hands talk just really gets me. I'm like, because these are the hands that will wipe your tears. Okay. (sighs) Bitch, I'm dead. I'm emotional now. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, That's so, yeah. Okay. What was your favorite scene now that it's about you? Oh, my favorite scene is the performance, like, montage of uh-huh. the living wit Because it's so good. It's, it's so, so cute. well made. And the performances, it's like, it'll make you laugh. It made me cry. It made me laugh and cry. And I mm-hmm. love that feeling. And it was yeah. so, it got me so good. I was like, oh, like, this is I so know. nice. The fact that her whole, like, community Ugh. is so into this. And, like, so also, sweet. I was really having, like, a, this is the power of the arts. <laughs> like, oh, moment I love that. Where I was like, the arts bring people together to experience Ugh. these emotions. And I was it loving it. I was eating, eat that shit up i love it i loved it and the parents were so like cute and the fact that because also there's like this flashback scene to where she first gets sick Mm -hmm. where where the parents are performing like a little shakespeare thing Mm -hmm. for the kids and you're just like and so it's like it feels like this is what these people have been their whole lives Mm -hmm. and if there's one thing i love it's consistency and these Mm -hmm. fucking theater dorks have been consistent their whole goddamn lives and Mm -hmm. i love it i love it and it's so honestly i actually do have chills thinking about that as well the fact (laughs) that the brother does the whole fucking dj set oh my god so sweet it's like because it's just like that's what he thinks is Mm -hmm. the thing that is his performance he's leaning in he's himself it's just like and the the family has no fucking idea but they're supportive and i love it i love it Mm -hmm. that was my favorite part Mm -hmm. i laughed so hard i love that too i also i will say i think the guy who played oliver did a really good job yes he's a good actor he is a really good actor like i was like wow i can't wait to see what you do next yeah he's a good actor i I just didn't want to see him have sex that's my only thing that was my hang up yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And yeah. he's an adult blonde male. And you know what? It's just like we just got off of Ralph Fiennes. Ralph Fiennes. And Ray Fiennes. Ray Fiennes. The guy's also <laughs> a, a British man who is, you know, like it's, it's tough. 
Yeah, it's tough to, to, you know, so back to back, we're going back to back British men who I don't personally want to have sex with. And to me, it's like, why would I watch a movie if I, with a man if I don't want to have sex with him? That's all. Why would yeah. I waste my time? Like I, I wish like Crazy Rich Asians 2 would come out. Yeah. Oh, my God. Give me more Henry Golden. God damn it. Yeah. Or, um. oh, my God. What's his name? Char- uh, Charles Melton. Oh, Give Who me, I love. Give me something sexy with him. God Delicious. damn it. One of mm. one of our little internet boyfriends. Oh God, we could <laughs> live so good. We could live so oh, good. He's so beautiful. Well, next time we will try and do a movie with a hottie just for you. Yeah, thank you. Like, let's just do one super hot man. Okay. Or two even. <laughs> and then that'll tide us over. <laughs> that'll tide me over. That'll keep me sustained. You know? <laughs> keep me sustained. Um I don't even know what's on our schedule next. I need to look at it, but we'll get there. We'll get there when we get there. Listen. We'll figure it out. Uh my least favorite scene. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's when he says love at first sight is my statistic. And it's just that part. It's just that little part. Because afterwards, the narration, like you said, was so good. Mm -hmm. But when he was like, yeah, I study the statistical probability of love at first sight. I was like, that is not even a major. What What are you going to do with that degree, buddy? What the fuck are you going to do with that research? Like, statistics. Who wants that? Statistics. No one likes statistics. You like baseball stats or something. Like, be just, practical. What are you gonna? What are you gonna do with that? You gonna be a statistician? If Yale is could not be that like liberal arts of a school. Come on, grow up. <laughs> Who's to say? I honestly like. What the fuck? What the fuck and, was like, that? What a lame thing to study. No offense. <gasps> Thank you. Yes, because it feels like something more like anthropological sociology like majors yeah. would do. Not a stats major. You're telling yeah. the stats guy is doing that? I'm like, wh- how are you conducting your research? Be Under what circumstances? Like, Be is there a control? Yeah, it's like, wh- where would... That's all. It gave me such incredible ick. And again, mm. I had the... The ick was... St- started and it didn't stop is the thing yeah yeah and maybe it's like his senior project (sighs) and that makes it even worse honestly (laughs) it makes it even worse i don't know how but it it just makes him lame it's just weird right it's just weird and then she's kind of sucks and then he has that and i'm like okay like like your family is really good but like like, go away i want to see your family (laughs) yeah exactly literally give me more of your parents yeah, let's have absolutely. Bridget Jones's best friend saying "fucking" smoking a cigarette. Uh, I want that. I wish this movie had been about them so bad because the vibes were so good. Yes, the theater dorks were so like I just the whole I just want room to be about like older people. They all wore costumes, and the costumes were so good. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all. They yeah. were so good. Like, come, I'm coming up on my 29th birthday. And yes. I'm, uh, I think I'm just at a point where I'm like, I don't want to see these dumbass 22-year-olds do Mm-mm. anything. No. No offense, guys. No. Like, I've been there. I was the worst. And like, I when I was these... 22, I wouldn't have said I was the worst. I would have been like, yeah, I'm amazing. And that's part of the reason why I'm the worst. Yeah. Agreed. And now I just want to see people who are also having a crisis. Yes. In like you know, the turn of their lives. Absolutely. <laughs> and I just don't believe these 22-year-olds were 22-year-olds for a second. I also just don't believe that they're in love. Y- yeah. 22-year-old love is not the same. And apparently it lasted forever. <laughs> I'm like, your brains are not fully developed yet. It was so Get back so to me mushy. at 26 and let me know. For someone who grew up with technology, just like, charge your phone. Charge your phone. <laughs> Honestly, like how long she's probably had a cell phone for over a decade, a decade, definitely, like years and years and years, bitch. Be fucking for real. Okay, listen, that's all. That's all I gotta say. I just feel like this movie, if it was made in 2010, I would have loved it a hundred percent. This conversation would have been so different, but Mm -hmm. it was not. It was made now, and it felt weird, and it felt like 
I was like, I don't even, even know if twenty two year olds would like this now. I wonder if they're watching this and they're I don't like, think so. I don't think I can relate to this. I think that yeah, because they're so online. They're so online. Like, we're so online and we're in our like late twenties. And every decision and they made was like something that someone in two thousand ten would have made. Yeah, like it just doesn't make sense. Yes. And it sucks. Or at least like they could have said it in that correct time period. Yes. But they really thought they were just going to like get away with it. And I was and like, nah. I would have loved that too, though. I would have loved mm-hmm. like a, like, a, I don't want to call it a period piece because that's wrong, but you know, like, <laughs> like I would have loved it if they said a it in 2010. <laughs> like, oh my God. Or like even if it was set in like 2002. Yes. That would be a period piece. Yes. And that would make all the other things make sense. Like all yeah. like rebooking a plane and all. And the Gen Z's would have eaten that up. They would have loved. I would have loved it. I would have loved Me it. Me too. Yeah. I absolutely would have. Because it's the same reason you could watch like a movie like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind mm-hmm. in 2023 because it was like of the time. You yes, know what exactly. I mean? And you like mm-hmm. appreciate it because it's in the time. And this just felt like it was not a movie that could have been made in 2023. It was so weird. The vibes were yeah, weird. It was it was all off. The plot and it's was such a wrong. shame because the people who worked on it clearly did an amazing job. Perfect. It was so it like sucks. So well that made. that like it doesn't all fit yes because it was so well made and like yes. <laughs> my only complaint about the making of this movie is that netflix keeps using that fucking like ray dunn font every time they make a movie and i'm like like a rom-com and i'm like please, please stop. choose a different font please pick another fucking font thank you agreed agreed <laughs> it's such a bad font i'm over it like get a fucking a graphic designer make a font seriously make their own font i agree <sighs> thank you for pointing I- that out Anytime, anytime, doll. Um, Also, sorry, just one more thing that they did say when they were on the plane. She was like, I'm breaking all my rules for you. Oh. And he was like, me too. And I was like, you guys are 22. You don't have dating rules yet. (laughs) Like, you don't, you don't have rules. You fucking airplane bathrooms. Like, and also there's a point where they're like, there's a statistic in the narration. I'm looking at my notes. There's this, there's a Mm -hmm. statistic that they say where it was like, 17.6% 17.6% of people walk away from the love of their life. And it's like, how yeah. is that a statistic? How do you know that? You don't. How is that a statistic? Like, you know, this is not sliding up. doors. We don't know which way it's going to go. <laughs> it's so weird. Oh, my God. We should actually talk about sliding doors one day. Yeah. That movie is, I fucking love it. But, like, the romantic interest, you you can't watch it right now because he's so ugly. Okay, yeah. So there's that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I just it's think a, it's, it's hard to watch. It's so funny about this movie is that it's like, I the Jamila Jamil thing, I thought that was going to be my biggest hang up. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, actually, no. that's like one of the most seamless things they did. The whole fucking yeah. movie. Everything mm-hmm. else doesn't make sense. And Jamila yeah. Jamil is an omniscient elf woman. Yeah, <laughs> I fully agree. Time. I thought that was going to be my biggest issue as well. Yes. And then I was like, wow, actually, I hate this. <laughs> I hate everything else. <laughs> I was like, I because... I, it's just so hard because it's like I half love it, half despise it. That's exactly how I feel. It's incredibly forgettable. I cried twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. But let... Ugh, I, I don't know. It's, it just doesn't make sense. And it also... It got like a 72% on Rotten Tomatoes and I think like a six point something on IMDb. And I'm like, how has this done this well? Yes. Mm, Thank I don't you. Know. I don't know, because the thing is, I just don't know if that age group of the people it's targeting, like 20, early 20s, I don't know if they feel I think the people that are watching it are people in their it. late 20s. And they feel passionate about it? No. I don't know. Or, Actually, I don't know. I don't know anything. I don't know anything. I have anything. no hot takes. I have no I takes don't know. at all. I don't know. I don't know. I. You see, it's an enigma. This movie is an enigma. Yeah. You want to jump into the well, fun facts? Absolutely, I do. Okay, this remember how I was like, this movie feels like a movie that could have been made in 2010? Uh-huh. Listen to this shit. Back in 2014, 10 years mm-hmm. ago almost. Oh my God. Haley Steinfeld 
was cast to play the lead character, Hadley, <laughs> in their first attempt to make this movie. What? Because this book, hold on, let's Google when the book came out. So the book, the book is named The Statistical Probability probability of love at first sight which seems like a 2010 ass ya book because it was fucking published in 2011 then why didn't they just make it a fucking period piece i am always right that's all i gotta say yes of course you are absolutely i am always right that is so annoying because they shot themselves in the foot which means that they wrote that book in probably like 2009 2010 published Mm -hmm. it in 2011 it got optioned into being made a movie back Mm -hmm. in 2014 which would have made way more sense then they should have made it back then instead Mm -hmm. they sat on it and nine years later Haley Lou Richardson got the role, which is ironic in this fun fact because yeah. she was the another she was the co-star of a movie with Haley Steinfeld in the ed- Edge of Seventeen. So oh it's yeah, like kind of funny, I guess. That is that is so annoying. It is annoying. It is annoying. And I'm like just just because you know they were like, how do we update this for 2023? And they, and they did a bad job. They couldn't because the the technology it doesn't made, work. It makes more sense for the technology in 2011. Mm-hmm. Not everyone had a fucking iPhone. Not everyone like yep. you know. Yep, so it's not like me. I sure as shit didn't. I had a flip phone through like 2013, 2014. Exactly. Like I the same. Actually, same. Like I graduated high school in 2014. I did not have a smartphone until the end of 2014 when I went to college. I think I got mine in 2014 because that's when I went to college. Yeah, so like... 2013, beginning of, or end of 2013, I think. Yeah, so like right around then. So it's like, mm-hmm. this, all of this would have made way more sense before the time of iPhones, the internet. Well, I mean, like yeah. the internet was still big. But you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, you would have had to carry mm-hmm. your fucking laptop to England. Yeah. That's that's difficult. You know, mm-hmm. it's all I of mean, that. like my, I will say though, like my flip phone, that, that shit stayed charged for days. Yeah. You wouldn't have had that problem with it. And you know what? There were girls who had flip phones that were constantly dying because they didn't charge mm. it because it charged for, it stayed charged for days. Yes. So this yeah. all would make sense. And on the plane, they wouldn't have chargers on the plane. They have chargers on the plane. Yes. Yes. Whew, I'm heated. I'm God. sweating. I'm sweating. But you were right. It's because you were right. Thank you. It's because I'm always right. Thank you. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Here, I only have like three fun facts for this one. It's not a ton of fun facts. The airport scenes for New York were actually filmed at London Stansfield or Stansted Airport during January 2021. So this was a very, Mm -hmm. very much a pandemic film, actually. Yeah. Which is kind of frightening, considering and how many no extras there were. No wonder the airport looks so clean. So true. Because no one was using was it. No one in it. <laughs> That's so true. This and is like, when- for a germaphobe, this guy, the germaphobe, to be like, I love airports. I'm like, no, you don't, bitch. Thank you. I agree. Shut That's up. also a good point. That's also a really solid point. So, Vinette- <laughs> I just I feel like screaming at this writer, do your research. <laughs> Google literally anything. Anything. <laughs> The director of this movie, her name is Vanessa Caswell. This is her first, this is her directorial debut. And also, she was a director on a the mini TV series of Little Women with uh oh. with Maya Hawk. I don't know if you saw that version, but no. I just thought that was interesting. Well, she did a great job. That's what I thought too. Go off, yeah. Vanessa. We love you, Vanessa. She did a great job. We love Vanessa. you, Vanessa. I want I want Vanessa to direct just a better movie. Yes, give, I want Vanessa to have a better script. Absolutely. Yeah, better script for sure. A different book that I love. Yes. I'll think on it. You know, I'll email her. <laughs> Write it down. Think about it. Say, girly pop, girly pop, you need to get the rights to this book because I want you to direct it. Because the th- the set design is also so fucking good the whole so time good. The so whole good time. the whole time you're watching it's, this movie it's like you that want is all to I'm watch thinking it about. yeah you yes. want to watch it because visually it's so beautiful the vibes are good yeah like i said like it's so giving to all the boys they said just like warmer we're gonna make an airport bathroom not ugly disgusting stinky gross right we're gonna make it a place you want to fuck and that's yeah. hard to do 
That's mm-hmm. hard to do. They also so, could have gotten some great comedy out of fucking in an airport bathroom or an airplane kudos, bathroom. Kudos, Vanessa. Kudos. Mm-hmm. Well done, Vanessa. We love you. We love you. Can't wait to see your next movie, girl. Go off. Absolutely. I'm, I will be. Watch this space. Watch this space. <laughs> love that. I'll be watching. And that's pretty much all the fun facts I have. Amazing. Because well, I just realized what? the only other one was the fact that you said, oh, that guy was in EastEnders. And that's also what one of the fun oh. facts is. So thank you. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> and the funnest fact, I think, fact, the funnest fact, I think, is that um, his mom was Bridget Jones's fuck saying bestie. Yes. Love that. All good things. Love it. All good things. Well, I loved this episode. Because I feel like I really got to speak my truth. You spoke it and I heard you and I received that. (laughs) You did. You really received my truth. I really threw it right at you, right down your throat. And I hope the listeners weren't too mad at me. Final thoughts? (laughs) Final final thoughts? Do we have final thoughts? Final thoughts. I want all movies to have great vibes, um, especially rom-coms. They deserve it. And hopefully we'll have someone hotter next time for Sarah. Fingers crossed. My final thoughts are forgettable, but I did cry twice. So I don't know what that <laughs> means to anyone, but I think that mm-hmm. that's good for me. I felt like I was yeah. microdosing my depression for the week. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get yeah, that. Just mm-hmm. a little bit. Also, final, final thought. I hope there is a sequel, prequel. Mm-hmm. About the parents. Give me a 70s England setting where these theater dorks are falling in love at this nightmare Shakespearean play that's a complete shit show. Oh, that's what I I want. I bought my tickets already. I'm ready to go. Uh, Where can I finance this? You could take my money. Take it. I'll put it on a credit card. It's okay. Don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. TTYL gals, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at romcomsweeveloved at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram at romcomsweeveloved. You can also find us on our TikTok at romcomsweeveloved. And we also have a website to all the romcoms.com. Yeah, I pay for that fucking domain, so go visit it. Yeah, please do. <laughs> get our clicks up. Let's see if we get some ads or something. Get our clicks up. All right. (laughs) Bye. Bye.